This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And the Home Run Derby is happening Monday in Seattle. The bracket has officially been released. We've got Luis Robert Jr. going up against uh, Adley Rutschman. We've got Adolis Garcia, Randy Rosarina, Pete Alonso, J-Rod, and then Mookie Betts, and then Vlad Guerrero Jr. So that is the uh, field of eight. Single elimination, so to speak, all the way to crowning a home run derby champion Monday night. And so odds have been released, and... Aaron, do you have uh, sort of any initial reactions as oh. far as uh, looking at the numbers? And You're starting picking, uh, with the picking... seam head again. I love it. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, I yeah. appreciate that. Color All right, Aaron I am you. going hashtag narrative here first of all grew up in seattle excited that the home run derby is there julio rodriguez plus 550 he's gonna play hero he's gonna put on a show and he is going to win this his buddy franby pena is going to be pitching to him again just like he did last year so um some familiarity there And I just like the narrative of it being at your home ballpark and, you know, really putting it on for the crowd. I was there in 2018 here in Washington when Bryce Harper did that and he won it. So I think that'll happen again in Seattle. So J-Rod plus 550. Was it fun to attend or no? It actually really was. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, I went to Dodger Stadium last year for the Home Run Derby. I had an absolute blast. It was unbelievable. It was hot. Way more fun in person than out. watching on TV. Completely One of the few agree. things I can say I I enjoyed in person better than TV. Yeah, I mean, and I don't mind it on TV as long as I have money on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty fun. Well, and then as we get yeah. closer, we're going to have all sorts of props. There will be matchups and – uh, longest home run, over-unders, all sorts of uh, stuff like that. But right now, we just have stuff with the wi- bets with the winners. Uh, remind me, so it's pure bracket style, right? There's, no, there's not any reseeding. So if you're on the left side of the bracket, you're on the left side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. The one thing that jumped out to me is, as we're looking at the odds, and BetMGM has now posted their home run derby odds, is that the sports books are disagreeing with the seeding because nowhere is Luis Robert the favorite, even though he's the one seed. Pete Alonso, the two seed, is the favorite, obviously, because he's won it a couple of times in recent years. And 
it does feel like Julio's going to be a very popular bet, and you can only get him at five to one. He's the seventh seed, and he's right in the middle as far as the odds go. Uh, they do agree with Rushman being a long shot, twenty to one over at BetMGM. So I find that pretty interesting. But um, yeah, it, it, there's always all sorts of angles. All the all the sports talk cities that have a player that is representing their city in the home run derby. Oh, is it bad for him in the second half? This is going to ruin his season. Like we're, we're having a lot of the same talking points, but uh, you know, it's, I don't know. What, what do you look at Ed? Cause I know you ran some numbers and for me, uh, you, you have, obviously have to look at body type. These are all really strong guys, but we see it every year. There are players that have big runs, and then after a while, you see them wearing down. You see them getting tired as, uh, as the derby goes on. So what sort of stuff do you put into uh, your model in trying to figure out if there's value in the home run derby? Well, the first thing I do is look at sort of your key power numbers from StatCast and figure, okay, that ought to translate fairly well when it comes to a home run derby because you have the ability to hit home runs when you make contact. And so something like barrel rate is something that I use a good bit in this model. The other thing too, and this was kind of a lesson that I learned from watching the Derby last year, because I actually had Julio Rodriguez uh, last year as someone with some tremendous value, got to the final, but wound up losing to Juan Soto. One thing I find interesting is that seeding might actually matter a little bit more than we want to believe it does. And it's not just because of path, where maybe your second round matchup is a little bit more favorable on one side of the bracket versus another. But also, mm -hmm. too, if you are going last, then you can win without necessarily continuing to crush home runs. You can pace yourself a little bit more. That doesn't always pan out, but it did seem like that a couple of better seeds were advancing just because they were able to you know, not extend themselves too much. They still had some time left on the clock, and then they can kind of take it easy once they hit their number and when they won that particular matchup. And so that was something that I took into account as far as the, the numbers that I liked. And that's the funny thing. Joe, you hit the nail on the head. Luis Robert is the one seed, but the books don't have him as the favorite. But when I ran my model, he should be the favorite. And so just that oh. alone at 5-1 to one on BetMGM – to me, offers some great value. He has the best barrel rate, better than Pete Alonso, better than everyone else. And to me, that number offers some serious value. Not to mention, he gets to go last in his particular matchups because he's the one seed. So he can save some energy. That's going to matter here. You, you bat first, then maybe you're trying to hit too many of them or you're trying to go too quickly. You might wear down as the tournament goes along. So to me, being a one seed has an advantage. And if you're not the favorite, then right away you've got some value. The other one, too, Adolis Garcia uh, at 5-1 to one on BetMGM. I think this is someone we're not talking enough about, but one of the reasons why the Rangers have such a scary offense in part is because of him. Uh, because maybe he doesn't have the name recognition, maybe we aren't talking about him enough. But as far as seeding is concerned, he's a 4 and so he'll have the advantage in the first round. Yeah, he would have to go up against Robert in the second round in all likelihood. But to me, at 5-1, to one, I think he offers some value as well. I like it. Uh, would you agree, though, they got the seating right with the 8, that Robert has the easiest first-round matchup? That's the way it should be. 
I, I think. Yeah. Uh, definitely, this is something kind of like last year when Albert Pujols was the eight seed, but oh, he did crank out a lot of home runs. He did. Yeah, and, he did. And, and you know what, too? It, it was sort of a fan favorite thing because even though Pujols was a Dodger for like all of 45 minutes, it was still something where a lot of people were very appreciative. He was part of the competition. And so I think the nostalgia, being a fan favorite, all that stuff, definitely there were a lot of folks rooting him on. And he didn't make it all the way to the end. But sometimes if you are an unlikely character, you know, maybe you make a little bit of a run. I don't know if Rutschman is enough of that. But definitely if you're looking at, say, the 2-7 the Alonzo versus uh, Julio Rodriguez, Aaron, I, I agree with you. I think Rodriguez could win that. I think he's a scarier seven seed than, say, in years past. Well, I think there is something to be said. I mean, just like with Pujols in the narrative last year, like th- there's something special about this being, you know, his home run derby and the extra pressure and excitement to, like, win it. Uh, I think it's – I think he has a good chance. I mean, yeah, I'd like a better number than plus 550, but I, I still think it's going to – it's a good bet. Yeah. That, yeah. With that first round matchup, that number does stink when you're the seven, because they know he's going to be very popular, the hometown guy. And, and he's a young gun. People get excited about the next big thing, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do like his chances, but he's in a really tough spot. Like he could, then the second round, it's going to, you get bets, Vlad, here's your prize. You knocked out Alonzo and now, oh. and then you're going to, and if he gets that far, then he's got to take the win- the winner from the left side of the bracket, which might end up being the easiest matchup that he ends up having. So I hate the path for Julio. That's the reason that I'm not all that interested. So we've gotten this far, and I find it funny that none of us are talking about Vlad. You want to talk about strong dudes that could win this thing? Like, is, mm-hmm. Isn't it Vlad? It's not a great yeah. number. I see four to one, but... It wouldn't surprise me if he won, even though he's a six. Do we care that Pete Alonso's won this thing twice? You know, he can't three P because he didn't win last year, but he has won this thing twice yeah. now. And he is a two I seed. Care. His numbers have Okay. What you you think that's nothing? I I wouldn't say it is is nothing, but I I do wonder, like, just given that his overall offensive production, uh, I mean, in terms of home runs, it's been pretty good, but Luis Robert has looked a little bit better. I do wonder if that's why we have such a short number on Alonzo is because he's won this thing twice, and I think it's taken away all the value that you could have had betting on. Oh, 100%. That's the reason he's the favorite, because of those two wins, and and people don't want to go against it. Was that Thunder? What was coming? Yeah, thunder and lightning. It's a little early for lightning bets, but we've got it here in Washington. (laughs) Hey, Mother Nature didn't like your graphics. They're doing their own. (laughs) Yes! Take that, Mother Nature! (laughs) I'm glad that's what you said there. Um, no, I, yeah, Alonzo, I don't know if there's, if there's value betting on him there. Uh, Seattle has had an awful season so far and, you know, why that's the case. I mean, you can point to several reasons, but if, if Seattle fans can root for anything, because the Mariners aren't making the postseason now, I mean, they'd have to go on some ridiculous run 
And not to mention, you've got three ball clubs ahead of them in the division that are all really good. So this feels like it, as far as if you're going to root for something that's remotely Mariners related, then this is going to be it, right? The home run derby, and then there's nothing else after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, does anybody uh, do matchups or some of those props that are available, like longest home run or any of that, or just strictly bet winner? I just strictly bet winner. Okay. Since it is kind of a weird competition, like I don't, I don't try and tie my money down too much on this, but <laughs> I, I, I still think throwing a couple of bones on a winner, I think that's fine. But, you know, going beyond that, then I almost feel like I'm deciphering too much and trying to figure out, okay, who's throwing the baseball here? You know, ballpark conditions, you know, yeah, you have access to that intel, but then you're sort of getting in the weeds too much and how much, you know, how much swing they're going to try and do, what kind of strategy are they going to have? Are they going to go first, last, whatever? I I think sometimes it gets a little too ambiguous when you get into those deeper markets. I guarantee Jake takes a Rosa right now. That's his guy. No dad. He's got Julio too. Yeah. He likes too many of these guys. Julio's his guy. Dadly, a Rosa Reina. It's like on, he's got Jake. somebody in every matchup. What are you going to do? Where are he's going to bet on all of them. Yeah. You'll just have Go to ahead. wait and find out. Because right now, Ooh. I don't know. And I'm a little scared. Okay. <gasps> Why are you scared? Because of the lightning? Yeah, the graphic scares me. He went into his shell. But it's almost no, Friday. It's, it's, it's going to be a Rosarena because you know he's coming out with the cowboy boots and the luchador mask, and it's going to be dope. So it's going to be Randy. He's going to be fired up for this thing. Is he going to wear that while he bats? Because I think he should. Oh, God, I feel like it gets sweaty in there if he does that. I got got to yeah. lean no. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think you need to pace yourself as far as, I mean, the home run derby is actually harder than you might think. Like hitting that many home runs, even for a professional hitter, you know, the Bo Bichette types, that's something that, you know, I think is massively underrated here that, you know, everybody wears out doing this. Like you do get tired. I don't know if it affects yep. like your second half health. Like, I don't know what empirical studies have done for that, but you get exhausted by this thing you know, by the time this thing is done. So if but you're going out on big on that energy, then I think that's a problem. What's that? I think he could pull off that, that mask in Seattle. What's the weather? Oh, the weather? There? Yeah. A couple things. One, I was totally down on Schwarber after the, it was, I knew we were dead as soon as he was in the home run derby for home run leader last year. Yeah. Empirical. Oh not, yeah. The Paul was big dead. on that. Oh yeah. On yeah. That. It's over. And then, I mean, yeah, exhausting. Like, I was at the driving range yesterday. I was exhausted. I, I, next time, small bucket, not the big bucket. Way too much. How many are in the big bucket? Like 100. Wow. it's pretty good. Yeah. Probably should have multiple people on a big bucket. But You're the value. At what value. point were you like, I'm done? I'm done. Well, like the skies opened up, so it gave me a nice reprieve for a little bit. He just like casually switched between clubs like every 10 strokes. And, you know, that gives you like 30 to 60 second breather. Mm-hmm. Need a better glove, need better clubs. Other than that, it was great. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> better swing. <laughs> 77 it, it degrees Monday, no humidity in Seattle, so eh, he could hmm, probably. I mean, pull the ball's gonna mask. fly. But I don't know. Can you see the ball that well if you have that thing on? <laughs> How's what? the hitter's eye in Seattle? <laughs> you should do it. It'd be fine, right? There yep. you go. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are Lightning Bets. Our favorite plays for tonight coming up right here on the BetQL Network. There it is. Yeah. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the 